Hello, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I am Modesto, and our dear Zach is out, but have no worry. I have two reinforcements. I have our uh, fellow, my fellow Swifty, Elvis, and I have a Peloton enthusiast, Maddie. Hey. <laughs> They've been on the podcast before. You know them. You love them. They both live in Chicago. They're fucking great. Uh, we're just going to spill the tea, guys. So for this week, I really don't want to get into my opinion because it's been a little bit since we've given you a recap. You know, we had BravoCon. We had a lot of shit going on. So let's get right into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. hate you diana i just want to be left alone i don't want you posting about me i don't want you harassing me on social media i haven't harassed anyone here on social media did you not go and and call me evil i called you evil because of what you said to her was it after you called sutton a things in aspen become explosive between sutton and diana oh she was evil which is the harsher word C-word or evil? The C-word. It's a harsher than calling somebody evil. You, you think that calling someone evil well, is I call worse than the C-word, calling so someone a, the C-word? I, I, yeah, I, I, I think evil is. I mean, I think evil's much worse. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So solid. All right, so we've had two parts of the reunion. How are we feeling, guys? What are we thinking? I feel like, uh, is there four parts? No, I thought there were originally because that's what some accounts were saying. But I, I think next one's the third, last one. I'm not sure. So far, the first two are decent, but like, I'm not gagging. I'm not gagging. I mean, I'm gagging from like the smell. I think I'm not gagging. I think the storm is going to be when Kathy enters, but I'm enjoying it. I'm really liking everything. I mean, it was a long season. And there's a lot to talk about. I'm it happy. It's a very long season. I forgot about the slander. Slander. I mean, I remember like watching this, like the first few episodes and the biggest drama was um, Crystal saying something dark about um, Sutton. And I like had totally forgotten about that because like we're so past it. So I'm glad we're kind of like revisiting some of these parts. The fact that Andy was like, uh, you fucking basically blue balled us for five episodes, Crystal. Like, even he was annoyed. He's like, and not even as just like the host, but as a watcher. Like, I, we were over it. Yeah. If that's I not think- like foreshadowing that Crystal's gone, like Andy, like was not. Oh, over. see, this is where I differ because th- this part two was very Crystal Kyle. Like, they hate each other right now. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. Like, when camera is like, there's something bigger than like whatever they talked about this season. Cause you just see like Kyle does not like crystal, anything that comes out of her mouth, she's battling her. So I think they'll keep crystal in for that like conflict. Cause I mean, that was basically the, some of the only interesting parts about yeah, that part. was the only fight. I know I'm with you, Maddie. I think that crystal earned herself a, I think that she was always going to come back possibly as a friend. I think that she earned herself a diamond with this reunion because something happened off camera in those times. And I think that something is Teddy Mellencamp Arahe. <laughs> I think that she has her Teddy Mellencamp. I don't know you guys. I think I can see her having a friend out position, but this, like the full-time gig is not for her. Like she, her storyline was like, she's someone that just does not excel during filming, but tries to come out during reunions. And I feel like Sutton is the opposite. Sutton excels during filming. And then during reunions, she's just like, she's a mute, like baby. She, she held herself a little bit. She held herself well with uh, Rena. Rena apologized to her. 
Yeah, but I wish that she would have, like, gagged her a bit. Like, bitch, you dragged me all fucking season. Like, I'll take your apology, but I want to, like, put your feet to the fire because you literally... She was their season. If there was no Sutton, there we would not have had a season. Sutton's not, like, a shade queen, though. She will never, like... Other than let the mouse go, like, she's not really, she's like... Shady in her confessionals, uh, though. That's true. That's very she's true. Shady not to their face. Yeah. She's yeah. Very but I think... I think another reason they will keep Crystal is also because now she has like the alliance with Sutton and Garcelle. And I think the viewers like that team more than the Fox Force, whatever. Oh, do they? <laughs> do they? <laughs> like, Let's get into that a little bit. What's been going on? So I guess whatever. So an account found that there was a Twitter account that had an IP address that came to Lisa Renna Street. Is this am I getting this right? Because I've not been following as much. I, I, I don't know. The minute we talked about it in the group chat, you literally said, I'm not getting into this. So I, I just, it's not, <laughs> I know I was like, I was like, I'm not going to cover it on the podcast either, but like, I don't know. It's just not fun to me. It's like, it's so, it's what like ruined this season of Beverly Hills. It's toxic. And I don't like, I, is she capable of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. The woman is a terror, a terror. Garcelle has an investigator, like leave it to the professionals to like figure out who's behind this. Can I see Rena or Diana being behind this? Diana more than Rena. We're talking, we're talking about the... There's a Twitter account. Yeah, it's called Woke Stan or something, right? Right, it was like Brad sitting Jack. No, it's no, just... No, no, that's something... It just that, came out this weekend. Yeah, oh. it like basically is spewing um, all like fanfare for Erica and Rena. Like, it'll be like, this side of the couch oh. is the best side. Like oh. It even like released the reunion seating beforehand. Yeah. And it, they, so they track the IP address to Lisa Rena. Um, I listen, like you, Elvis said, let's leave it to the professionals. I don't need Marlo Hampton's wig at 94 at gmail.com looking for <laughs> IP addresses. Like, I do not. I don't. Yeah, it's just, it's the fans for Beverly Hills. And you would think the fans that watch Beverly Hills watch all the other franchises. But for right. reason, when they come out with Beverly Hills, it's toxic and they make it not fun to watch. I've like, said it before and I'll say it again. It's Lisa Vanderpump fans who just could don't have anything else to say about Lisa. So they've moved on now. No, yeah. would you say that at BravoCon, the Beverly Hills ladies were the most like anticipated and like had the most crowd? Or yeah, the one thing I said about BravoCon was everybody likes to sit on these keyboards and say terrible season, like get rid of half the cast. We don't want to watch the show anymore. Andy, this show is failing. When I tell you, I feared for my motherfucking life going to that <laughs> panel. I've never ran so fast in my life. There were like it was a stampede. It was truly like we said on the last podcast. It was a stampede of Beverly Hills and it will go down in BravoCon history. There was pushing. There was fighting. There were people trying to get other people kicked out. Security was involved. It was bananas. It, I thought I was going to faint. It was so hot in there that I started seeing stars. And after 10 minutes, the panel was going nowhere. And I looked at Zach and was like, you can say, I, I'm going to go. And he was like, no, I'm going to go too. It's just, it's ridiculous. It was so, it was hot in there. There was like so many people. They changed the trajectory of BravoCon because after that, they started putting screens in front of um, every panel so you could watch them outside. And they started moving people out of the panel. So nobody knew, nobody could like stay for one panel and then go to the next one. Yeah. And they started doing clickers, so they counted like who's in. It oh. was it was bananas. I feel like Beverly Hills right now is that girl. Salt Salt Lake City was close. Salt Lake City had a lot of people that didn't get in that were trying to get into the panel. It was really really crazy trying to get into that one too. And we got we got seats, bitch. Yeah, I think Beverly Hills 
fans are just a mess. I mean, obviously they're toxic online and they're obviously toxic at BravoCon causing a stampede. <laughs> like they're just, they make the show like hard to watch. Cause I'll Cause I think the fans are like mostly like middle-aged women in like Idaho. Oh, for sure. There was so many of that at BravoCon. I was shook at the old biddies. I was like, what? And I keep, I keep, they have the money. They have the money to go. BravoCon. We yeah, don't. These little gay tweets. Marlo's, Marlo Hampton's wig 94 is not paying for BravoCon. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Lisa Renna's lips 75. They're not paying for BravoCon. Like, we, I barely scraped my fucking little coins to go. I got a StubHub ticket, bitch. Please. You, you really manifested that. I did. I told Zach. I was like, there's no way on earth I'm not going to this. And there's also no way on earth I'm paying $600. I like my money where I can see it. In my closet in front of me, baby. I like my money right where I can see it. Hanging in my closet. <laughs> I'm not paying that much. Like, no, ma'am. Um, okay, more into this reunion. I feel like you said the Kathy stuff is exactly like what's going to be the meat of it. But like, if there's only one part of that, then you guys really blew wild us. Because that trailer was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only fight that we had was the Crystal and Kyle stuff, which Crystal really, she kind of ate her ass up. In Wait. the second part, at least. Crystal ate Kyle up? Yes! Uh, Damn, <laughs> Crystal got dragged through the mud. That's okay, the first, the first part, poor Crystal was going through it. <laughs> Crystal is just saying stuff at this point. <laughs> Crystal was, like, just trying to land something. I do believe what she said, though. She was like, you only acted like you cared, Kyle, because you would get in trouble. I think at the end of the day, Kyle really thought that the whole charity thing was ridiculous. And I think at the end of the day, she acted like, oh, I understand where you're coming from. Because she was like, it's a very politically woke time. And if I don't understand her, then I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah, I think other than the Crystal and Kyle, like, kind of feuding the entire time, I think the only other big thing that happened was the Garcelle book. Um, oh, that was wild. And I feel like they totally derailed Garcelle. Like, Gar- Garcelle telling her Bill Cosby story was, like, heartbreaking. Like, it was so hard to listen to. And then we basically spent the entire time talking about the book, not even about what the stories were inside other than Lisa Renna's daughter, but about if Lisa Renna recycles. And I'm like, I mean, oh, bypassing this like abuse that almost happened to Garcelle to talk about recycling. Right. It was it was a very Wendy Williams turn. He was like Garcelle, Bill Cosby. So Lisa Renna, you don't recycle. I mean, and then like the tears that were in Garcelle's eyes. I'm like, I was so fucking angry during that. I was like, why are we not like, like why are we not going into this? Why are we not going into these women about this? Like it was nasty, especially after her telling the story about the book. Do I think it was okay that Erica posted that she threw away the book? Sure, Garcelle like posted that, that clip of funny. Erica. It was funny. It was like online little banter, but like why didn't we get deeper into Rena actually doing it and not Erica? Yeah. Well, and then mm-hmm. Rena at that point it was just like oh my gosh, Garcelle. Like she was like I cannot believe that happened to you. Tried to totally sympathize, and I'm like. You would have known that if you fucking read the book. Like, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have thrown it in your trash with that don't rotary phone. Now, like now, you feel bad for Garcelle. Like I don't know. It was I just feel like Garcelle had, and I love her so much. I feel like she had a, um, I won't say hard, but I think she had a challenging. <gasps> Taylor just fell. <laughs> yeah, it did. that's the ghost of Taylor Swift just fell off my wall. Because I'm here. <laughs> Maddie fucking summoned some shit before. She's like, no. No, but I um, I think she had a challenging reunion because one, the whole book thing, two, the whole Diana thing and her son thing. And it pisses me off so much when all those girls kind of just go to Diana's side or whoever has the most power when like Garcelle is 100% in the right. She's like, my son was getting like death threats and attacked and everyone's like- Diana's so fu- Murder is murder. It's murder. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I think that Diana is- 
I don't think she's like as bad as it seems. I don't, it was the language barrier like as strong as we thought. I truly think that she just did not know what the fuck she was getting into. I don't think she's watched a second of television in general in her life. I don't think that she knew anything about this show. I think there was a strong barrier, but like she, I think she was just really a fucking flop, like the biggest flop Beverly Hills has ever seen. Yeah. Hoist, Hoisty was a better housewife than Diana. And Carlton gave better drama storyline. Oh, Carlton tore, mama. If Carlton would have got a second season, she would have tore. <laughs> she would. Oh, God, bring her back. She was just attached to fucking Joyce, Jacqueline. And Jacqueline is one of my... I hate that. I just... So boring. She was just so, like... I just can't. And that, to be the only Puerto Rican on the franchise... Well, now we have one coming in Roni, so I'm proud of that. But I don't want to be disrepresented <laughs> by Jacqueline. I thought she was fine. That's fine doesn't work on this show. <laughs> Eden Sassoon had more of a footprint than oh, Jacqueline. Eden deserved a fucking diamond. Even Eden deserved a diamond. Please. Yeah. Uh, that was chaos in a bottle. It's like, honestly, the second part of the reunion was so, like, was as I said about Crystal, mundane. It was very just not it. Oh, I want to ask you guys one thing. Uh, what's a worse word? Evil or cunt? Cunt. A hundred percent. I mean, other than like, I mean, obviously like cunt, cunt. now is like a describing <laughs> word. Like girl, like my haircut is cunt. I hope you keep on serving cunt. <laughs> okay. Like, my haircut's cunt. It's cunt. <laughs> but in, but in using like as a derogatory term, like that is you like cunt is an evil word. If that yeah, has- cunt's a terrible word to call someone when you're, it's not like slay. Like, yeah. oh, cunt. Like, oh, you're, fu- you're fucking cunt. I recently had to explain to a group of straight people, like, what it was like calling someone cunt or calling someone fish. And I was like, I, I can't. I need Maddie here. That's the kind of straight girly we need in this room. I don't subscribe. I would, I would like to be excluded from these straight people's narrative. Um, also, the stuff about, like, which the Mo and Dorit stuff, Kyle was like, it was the way that he embraced her. It was like, no, it was the fact that he she kissed his shoulder. Yeah, she totally leaned in and just like. (laughs) I love that storyline so much. I'm happy they like said something about it. To be fair, she was going through trauma. (laughs) Also, the men weren't talking about who they wanted to hook up with. They were saying who was best dressed. And that clip when they went like rewind to Mo and PK, they weren't saying who they wanted to hook up with. I think it was like who looked the best that evening. Oh, that's what I wanted to bring up the Erica PK comment. Oh, that pissed Reed off. Well, that doesn't, the thing is, Erica and Dorit are supposed to be best friends for however long they were, they've been on Housewives. And Erica's never going to mention, oh, by the way, I met your husband before you were married to him. Like, this is when that comes up. I think that's what pissed her off. You can tell in her face, she was like, she's like, what? And then we had the whole BravoCon thing where Erica said that PK and Dorit will be the next ones divorced. And that feels fake to me. That, yep. I think it's fake. Well, I I think she didn't want to get into, because, I watched the Watch What Happens Live like episode and they said any franchise like who's no in Bravo like I think just Bravo in general like who's the next couple and I just don't think she wanted to like cause any waves in any other franchise so she's just like oh if I say my best friends like there no one will think that's crazy. Also I'm going to say something crazy being at BravoCon especially Erica Jane had a fabulous BravoCon like it was wild people cheered for her she was on so many panels she was on both Watch Happens Live she like took that thing with Brandy and like just threw it under the rug where Brandy said that Erica's the most overrated housewife and she was like actually let's bring Brandy Glambo back like that's the kind of like no bullshit that we need she was like no more of it like Brandy's a straight suitor tells it how it is and that's what we need on the show i'd love to have her back 
Um, she really was like, it was crazy. Like the fans just interacting with her. She wasn't out walking in the wild. I'll tell you that. None of the Beverly Hills women were walking around BravoCon. Like I saying that. Oh, Sutton. Oh, my, my love. (laughs) Sutton. Guys, if you listen to the last Bravo, um, the last podcast that we put out about the sweater, Sutton did comment on our post and just put the sweater with a winking emoji. (laughs) And I about fucking died. Uh, I love that woman, but no, like, okay. Sutton was, I think the only one Garcelle was walking around just to go to panels. Like we saw her twice going to a panel, but the other women did like the behind the stage thing where they were taken into panels. Uh, I didn't see Kyle once. I think Dorit just went to her meet and greet where Zach saw her. Every other franchise was Potomac working, working women. I saw each and every one of those women running Uh, around BravoCon. All of them. Especially Candace and Giselle and um, Robin as well in full drag. I (laughs) I really think the Beverly Hills women think they're above all the other franchises. I I do too. They think they're 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 that girl. Yeah, that's why they're not walking around. They're not mingling with, like, the regular people. Well, also, I think they might get beat up. (laughs) (laughs) I think Lisa Renna could possibly get beat up if she's walking around BravoCon. That's true. That's true. People truly hate her. And while we were just on the Zoom, I looked it up. um, And this is is the last part. We just have part three. So this is going to be all the Kathy stuff. So I am excited because I think it'll be explosive. I just wish they would have, like, put it out in a different... Like, I wish they would have added some Kathy this reunion and then we weren't getting it all in part three but i wish we would i mean like yeah i didn't need to know that kyle's daughter is getting married i don't need to know where she's getting married i don't care um there was some stuff we could have cut my last all right finally with beverly hills how do we move forward like what's your cast moving forward oh i hate Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna say what (laughs) i'm gonna say get rid of get rid of crystal or make her a friend of i think obviously get rid of diana no one likes her Cherie, goodbye. She wasn't even at the reunion. Um, I don't know if I want Lisa Rinna to leave. I know she's so hated, but I'm like, she's a good storyline. Maybe she'll take a backseat as a friend of or something, just like Luann did that season. Put me on um, pause. Back- I don't care. Put me on pause. That was iconic. That was a moment. so bad. You want Brandy back? Brandy back. I want Camille back. I don't really want Denise Richards back. I don't understand the Denise Richards. Maddie, what do you think? What are your feelings? So I think, I mean, Kathy said in an interview that she's not coming back with this current cast. Um, I think the viewers love Kathy. So she would, I feel like she, even though she's a friend of, she has more pull. I mean, they wait, they negotiated her contact contract halfway into the season. So like, they right. want she only got out. one confessional too, which is not, yeah. she got so paid I so think, much for one confessional. I think maybe Lisa Renna is gone to please Kathy. Um, I think Erica stays, Dorit, Kyle, Garcelle, Sutton. But if they get rid of Erica, they need to bring in a Brandy because they need, or Camille, or someone that's going to shake the table a little bit. Um, I don't think we need anyone new. I don't like, either. I don't want to meet anyone new. I don't, don't yeah, want to spend time with anyone new. Yeah. I feel like, so, I mean, I didn't, I was firmly believing that Rena wasn't going anywhere until the past few days with the social media post. Uh, I think she like reposted something really gross about Paris. Um, and then she posted like a gun meme about that Patrick Summers guy, uh, which was just in poor taste. Like, um, yeah, she's just going off the rails. I think that she, I think the pause might look more like, uh, the button. We lo- get, lose the pause button forever. Um, less of a Dorinda, more of a goodbye. Really? Yeah. I think that 
we keep the cast mostly the same except for obviously Diana. We get rid of Rena now with all this stuff. I think just to be safe. Uh, I think Crystal, I think she could use a demotion, honestly. Uh, the rumors are that Denise has signed on in some capacity. She received a contract this week. That's what I'm hearing from like most of the Bravo accounts. I think that if we have Denise back, I feel like it should be a friend role. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see her life. I think she can pop up, pop up at parties, go on a cast trip with them. I feel like it'd be messy. I want Brandy back more than anything, though. I want Brandy and Camille back, and I want both of them back ASAP. Now. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be best friends with Darcelle and Sutton. I just want to watch them tear shit up. I just want the playing field to be even now. Well, now saying that, did you see that Kyle today deleted all her pictures, or at least took them off her profile of her and Erica and her and Rena? I did see that. Um, I checked and she's still following Erica. I am blocked by Rena, so I cannot see. <laughs> no, Maddie, can you do? I'll, yeah, I'll Maddie's gonna do the boots on the ground for us and see if <laughs> Kyle is still following Rena. With that, obviously, Dorit stays. Kyle stays. Yeah, yeah. Erica stays. Um, Sutton and Garcelle fucking stay. And I think we add Camille. I think we had Brandy full time, Camille part time, Denise part time. And if they want to bring somebody new, they can. Maybe like a friend of somewhere in that group i'd like to i'd like it to be a woman of color so we have a little bit more diversity in the cast um so it's just not crystal and garcelle so we're telling more of those stories so like the minority thing doesn't feel like like the minority conversation that crystal had with sutton doesn't feel like it's just two women of color's point of view you know so we're having more of those stories in there um maddie follow or no um she still follows her okay Um, well there's you know, my my friend sent me the article that said that uh, she deleted all the photos. And I said, well, we got a season, baby. <laughs> I would just like... You know, what will be interesting if uh, we go by the cast that you just mentioned, Mel, is... So Erica's fighting with Dorit because of this whole PK stuff. Yeah, but that's one lunch and she's like, I'm sorry, babe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> to see because like then everyone would be against Erica because then I don't think she would have any friends then if Lisa Rinna leaves. I think Erica has kind of made amends at least with Sutton. Yeah, and I, I was going to say Sutton and Yeah, I think, yeah. and I, and from like the reunion, it seems like Crystal even took Erica's photos from the reunion that she posted against Bravo's will. But, uh, so I feel like she'd be cool there. I think Erica is kind of a chameleon. Like she can like move in and uh, work her way back into the group. Erica Jane is a motherfucking Phoenix. If you could have told me a few seasons ago, I would have thought she would have been way done. She wasn't yeah. sharing her life enough. We were done with the path, the puss of it all. I wasn't done. I know the fans were done, <laughs> but like she really rose from the ashes. Like she yeah, is doing the villain thing. Like no one else. Yeah. yeah. I think. Oh my God. The motorcycle's outside my apartment right now. So I'm not, so annoying, but that's I Tom Girardi coming, coming to say, yeah, literally, he's yeah. like, Erica, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm okay. Other than, I mean, I don't think Lisa Renna's coming back, but I'm okay with a cast like this. As long as the dynamics change, yeah. I'm okay with these familiar faces, but I just need a change in the dynamics. I need people to switch sides, different yeah. alliances to form or otherwise it's going to be a boring season. I mean, like we have Camille and Brandy who notoriously hate each other if you like past seasons those two fucking could not get along i recently reposted on the instagram that uh Faye moment with no matter how many chanel bags you borrow you will never be a lady then be a lady and go i don't think so i'm sorry you want to talk about ladies yeah let's no matter how many chanel's you borrow you will never ever be a lady a read really want to see is Lisa Vanderpump be just like a guest of because her and Garcelle have filmed before. I could see her film a lunch on the screen at some capacity. I just want to see like 
So tell me about the girls. <laughs> like, I mean, when Erica said her breast smelled like cigarettes and Chardonnay, <laughs> Andy was like, oh. <laughs> He couldn't have said anything because he knew he would have got a text like right after it aired from LVP. Why did you keep that? Um, I mean, like moving forward, I feel like this is going to be a good cast. I think Beverly Hills has, they're out of their dark age. They're doing so well. They are the franchise of the moment, like love them or hate them. They're the ones everyone's talking about. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens next reunion. Let's get into the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Heather, we were at the jazz game with Angie. And he said, that's your Lisa's f- I didn't say it. Seats. You sat in the front two seats on New Year's Eve with Angie. Angie told us that John, that Barlow, and Lisa have those tickets because Lisa sleeps with That's how I heard it. And you were there. I did you not were hear it. There. I would tell you. It's oh. a lie. All right, so we are in, what, episode four of Salt Lake City? I feel like we only recapped the premiere here because obviously there's been so much craziness going on with the About Bravo boys, but let's get into this trip. Like, Maddie was saying before we jumped on the Zoom that she has whiplash. She's over it. (laughs) I I don't know. I struggle with Salt Lake. Like, Mo and Zach, we'll talk about in our group chat. Like, Zach even said that's his new, like, Roni. It's definitely my new Roni, too. It's filling that void. Yeah. And I just, I, I want to feel that way. And I just don't. I, when I, when Mo asked us if we could fill in stay for Zach, I was like, let me rewatch the episodes. Cause like, I just have to, when I watch, I watch for fun. I don't take notes like they do. Yeah. And put on Salt Lake City and like the first five minutes, I was like, this is too much. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's why sometimes like in our group tech, text, we'll be talking and I'll like watch the episode. Like I watched half of Potomac today and then half, um, or half last night, half today because like, Taking notes is exhausting because I'm like having to watch, rewind, we watch, note, rewind. So I was like, I'm just going to finish the rest of it. And Maddie hates it because I'm always like texting about something that happened a week ago. He'll literally be like, oh, my God, the look that Whitney pulled just like <laughs> walking into the kitchen. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking what about? What fucking look? That's what I mean. I was going to text the look that Meredith pulled in that like pink little cropped fucking Corgis jacket. I was like, oh, I know what God. you're talking about there because it was cute. That's a guy. That's also the same brand that Lisa Renna wore when with the Kathy scene and the turtleneck. Mm. Uh, Emily and Paris brand. I feel like I'm the opposite where I watch it live and I'm always texting you guys like, oh my God, this scene, this scene, this scene. You guys are mad at me for the spoilers. I'm like, it's on TV. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it's not, it's not House of Dragon, baby. Um, which I just can't get into. These two love. Oh, it's so good. The finale was insane. No, I can't do Game of Thrones. I can't do House of Dragons. I'm notoriously stupid. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to watch. Like I'm dumb and I still don't know their name. I tried to watch, um, I watched like the first season of Game of Thrones when I was violently hung over once and probably coming down off a lot of drugs. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. People are fucking their relatives. I got to get the fuck out of here. And never turn that shit on again. (laughs) I do Um, love Sophie Turner, though. So iconic. Um, Going back to Salt Lake City, I do feel like it is a lot of whiplash. But I do also agree. It's kind of like Brony. They're so kooky and crazy and just all over the place and you don't know what's going to come out of the mouth literally don't but the one thing is i think ira madison tweeted this uh from keep it and he said that like the hot mic moment between lisa and meredith would have been something that bethany called luann at the berkshires and they would have literally had dinner that night chris what you f- everyone 
everyone. Oh. You are a slut and a liar and a hypocrite. Oh, very nice. And a snake. Oh. That's the truth. You know, okay. I'm glad to hear that. I'm it's glad. true. I can't. <laughs> she would have said it to her face. Literally, she just she would have said it to her fucking face. Like, and, then, and, and then she'd be like, Lou, you know, you know, I didn't mean you fucked half the men in New York. Like, we both did. And they just. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would have, like, went with Carol. Carol would have been smoking a cigarette outside and she would have been like, I can't, believe I, I can't believe I said that. I'm an asshole. I really can't believe I said that. I'm, I'm going to go apologize. Like, I can't. I I want those women back more than anything on my screen. And that's why Salt Lake fills my void because. They're truly chaos. Like, we're gonna just gonna jump around the episode, but when they were at that after Jen left and they were at that like little dinner thing and Meredith's like talking about her dead dad and the entire time Whitney is just staring at Heather waiting. She is salivating. She's fucking waiting to go in. And that's why I texted this in the group chat last night. Whitney Wild Rose is just an icon in the making for me. She is so unhinged. She's not in on the joke. She is so self deprecating. She gives it all. This hill and journey. It's going to take a lifetime, baby. And she always tells us her feelings. And I just can't. I love her. I mean, the chaos of her shooting up out of fucking bed and just running in and ripping up the friendship letter. Who does that? Who? He literally woke up out of out of sleep and goes, I know what will hurt her. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be as iconic as like when Luann woke up, she's like, water. Water. (laughs) (laughs) I, nothing gives me more joy than that scene. I'd go to Betty Ford right now. Somebody call Betty Ford. Like, uh, obsessed. So, so, okay. So they're on season three. You can tell that they're literally all working so hard, like overtime, especially because there's only five women. And they I mean, it's like four it was four after Jen left, so it's like they could run a four person cast. I feel like Jen's okay. going to be MIA like half the season because of her like fucking court stuff. This episode where Heather goes, like they were all like after all their fighting, she was like, "Well, we're here for Jen, who I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, it's facing up to sixty years in prison." <laughs> and I'm like, "No." What about when she said it to her face? She's like, "Our friend here yes. facing 50, 60 years in prison." Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to say like, it. Okay, wait, that's not that's not helping her on this weekend. She wants to forget about it, not remember it. Uh, I mean, God. that fight between those fucking yeah. inbred cousins was just iconic. Oh. The throw. The throw. She pushed her ass. She she hulked her across that fucking room. <laughs> she said, "You pushed me into a wall." <laughs> a wall. She was so drunk, though. Whitney was beyond, literally beyond gone. It's hard for me to watch because I like I like Whitney. Probably she's one of my favorites on the cast. Whitney and Lisa, and so it was hard to watch this episode because, like, I agree with Heather. Like, I just think mm-hmm. Whitney wasn't understanding what was happening and was thinking because Heather called her a liar, but called her a liar about the Utah Jazz tickets and. Lisa sucking dick for it. She didn't call her a liar about her trauma. And like, no. when she called her a liar about her trauma. <laughs> like, I mean, just the, it's ridiculous that she's trying to be like, you called me a liar and you left me at a time when I needed you. And everybody in my life has left me at a time when I needed them. <laughs> and I've been used and abused and I can't do this anymore. And it's like, babe, it literally was something as silly as jazz tickets. Or when Lisa started crying about the jazz tickets, can you stop saying that? <laughs> I am obsessed with Lisa Bar Legend. She's she's oh. already an icon in my in my eyes. She is but, just. I mean, she is the moment. I do want to say though that I 100 percent believe that Heather did know this information, and I think it was like 
you crossed a line where we're best friends, we're cousins, and you just said something that I thought we were not bringing on to camera, and you were so belligerent that you said it, and I'm not going to agree with you. Right. I, yeah, I believed Heather didn't know anything about it until the dinner at that restaurant. And she goes, and if I hear something and I choose not to remember it and not to repeat it, I'm like, oh, she knew. Right? You knew because she also she's going to bring in Miss Angie, who I think is a hot damn mess. And I cannot wait. We have, like I said in the group text, we just scratched the surface with Angie Harrington. Do you guys watch their Instagram lives? No. no, Heather, Jen, and uh, I don't watch them, but I re-see them on <laughs> Me TikTok. And I was like, do you have a life? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't like sit on. I've never like sat on someone's life. I did recently sit on Candace and Porsche's live for a second because I was waiting for the bus. That would be a good one to watch. Yeah, I was like Roxy Andrews. I was at the bus stop, and um, <laughs> I was I was waiting, so I watched, and they were they didn't give any fucking tea, so I immediately got off. But I rewatched their Instagram lives on TikTok, and Angie Harrington is a drunk fucking mess. All those girls are lit out of their mind do you not remember her like falling off the fucking table um at the beauty, beauty lab and laser last season oh my god yes now those I know. vinyl leather pants the Queen. thing about salt lake city that's also hard for me is there's not a trustworthy narrator that we no. have other seasons where you heather tries of- i feel like it's heather yeah. it's any heather, yeah heather tries but the but key like- word in what maddie said was trustworthy yes yeah, <laughs> but you don't I know so much trouble following the storyline that they were trying to like paint for this last. You know who they need? They need a Carol Radswell. Carol was the perfect yeah. narrator. Oh, uh, yeah, she was the one that like explained the situation. So I think she was also always the least drunk. Like she didn't really like to drink, so the they were like belligerent, and she would just explain it so perfectly. Or they need a Bethany who's like gonna tell you at a million miles an hour what's going on. Yeah, even like a Candy because Candy doesn't drink either. She's like very like this is what happened. And because Whitney was so fucked up that like I was like, what are you don't say, girl? And I mean, the scenes of her just like trying to open up the Whispering Angel with that look of absolute <laughs> evil in her fucking eye, I was absolutely <laughs> I was obsessed. I did love that moment though when um after they sent Jen packing to court. Yeah, I was say that. Yeah, with Meredith and Lisa hugging. Yeah, it felt because nice. They- and I'm like, how do we get to what happened at BravoCon from here? Because I think they, like, when they send Jen, Jen off, I think they realize, like, okay, we are fighting over the dumbest shit, and, like, our friend is going to, like, prison. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. She's here. she's going to jail, mama. She's going to jail. Um, but it didn't last long. Like, I was like, okay, they're going to have a great dinner. They're all dressed cute other than Heather. They're going to have a great time. Getting I did like Heather's purse. Her outfit was, like, she's wearing a chunky necklace like it looked like she was in 2011 like she needed to have one dress to match she and i'm sure she fucking owns one i'm sure she does you can see where their money's going this season like whitney redoing her house heather has a lot of new bags which aren't cheap that was a four thousand dollar bottega bag on the table like you can see where she's spending her money lisa barlow has just always been so fucking chic to me like that little blazer that area blazer with the crystals Oh, I try I try to sell that to anyone who will buy it. Literally, anytime I have an appointment, I throw that blazer in there. And I'm like, this is so cute with a pair of jeans. Like jeans, I'm going to start bringing up that picture of Lisa now. Yeah. You can wear it with jeans, bitch. You just have to try. Um, Jen Shaw lying the entire fucking time. Yeah. I think that's why Bravo is so mad. Yeah. I li- yeah. Yeah. The difference between Jen Shaw and like the other criminals like Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> and, we have like- so many. Like Luann, Tinsley, all the other people that went to jail. Uh, I just think because now she's finally pleaded guilty, 
like, I don't know if did Teresa ever, I don't think she pled guilty. I just, I think she was supposed to be like on house arrest and then. Yeah. And they just sent her to jail. Like I said that on the last one, they sent her to jail because she didn't send in jewelry. She was supposed to, Yeah. but they wanted like an appraisal of everything that they had spent the money on that they stole from the government. And there was a bunch of jewelry that they found like a week before. So he was like, actually 11 months, bitch. Yeah, but if Erica, if Erica didn't return the earrings, the same thing would happen. No, I think she would. Uh, I don't think she'd be charged with a criminal crime. I think she, it would like yeah. go into further litigation. I'm not. I'm no lawyer, baby. But <laughs> but because she like pled guilty, I think that's like what Bravo is like. We can't be associated with this because it's a crime. Even though I love, it's Jen a Shaw. big. I love Jen Shaw. I mean, that video that I posted last night of her dancing at BravoCon <laughs> with the yeah, I'm just. So- about her that's so likable like I so likable i think that she's going to run that prison she's going to come with at least two bitches <laughs> she's going to run that shit she's going to get fucked in there she's going to get fucked she's going to love it she's going to have a girlfriend i she's going to succeed to see her mugshot again yeah. i can't wait for the photos of her in prison with the braids kind of like in touch in no, like a jumpsuit. nothing oh she's going to serve she's going to fucking tie that jumpsuit up she's going to make it <laughs> cinch the waist i recently like deep dove into a season of 60 days in have you guys ever watched that show no it's like where they take like normal people and they throw them in prison and it's like a documentary and like the prisoners don't know who's on the show 60 days in or even that it's the show 60 days in it's so interesting, but the entire time I was thinking, like, Jen Shah would be running this shit. She would- I, think, I think she'll be running it because people will like her, but I'm People scared. love Teresa in prison. I'm all, yeah, I'm also scared yeah. for her because she has a big fucking mouth, and... She'll probably try to fight people. I feel like, yeah. I, I think, think she will fight people. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like she's gonna get in a fight. Oh, she's for sure gonna get into a fight. Like, being thrown like, max security, like, I don't even know. <laughs> They're gonna throw her in max. Um... I mean, I don't know. I feel like with the Salt Lake cast, I am okay with these four people, but like, I do want to meet the newbies, which I think we meet more of them next episode. I was going to say, I need some fresh. I need some fresh blood. Yeah, because we are, it's going to get old and it's going to get old fast. Like this whole, the whiplash of it all, the craziness, it's like, it's good, but I need more like normal Mm storylines. And no one really has one except for Whitney with the Hillens and the Fillins. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no one else has really anything yeah, else going on do yeah. we have any other like is anyone trying because right now they're still airing out all their grievances from last season like they haven't really built on anything else to cover which i mean is also kind of good because like elvis said they started filming right after the reunion so throwing them in a house right after like just to get over all the stuff from last season and maybe now that it's done they're like let's bring on new girls like obviously the angie stuff is boiling like we need her point of view which i'm so glad she gets a confession on next episode my queen Ooh. I stand. I stand Miss Angie Harrington. Um, and then we get Angie K, who we saw in the first episode a little bit. And then the other one, I feel like I don't know when we get her, but is that Dana. Which is, it was like yelling at Jen and she's like, if you want some money on your books. That's is it Dana or Dana? She come I don't know when she comes, but apparently that that's an iconic line. Apparently she's very team um Whitney and Lisa. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, so we'll see that. I feel like that's it on Salt Lake. I'm pretty good on those girls for now. They gave me a headache, but I do love them. Yeah, it was chaotic, but it, I mean, it was fun to watch. I just didn't want to watch it again. <laughs> Man, it's like, I do not want to do a rewatch. I actually did rewatch season two, bef- like recently, and it still holds. It's just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to say, I miss Mary. I miss Mary every day of my life. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, don't feel that way, but... <laughs> 
Just her little like side commentary. She was well, her side a- commentary was funny, but like she was awful. <laughs> she was an awful human. But like I think that she's doing fine now. Like any charges against her were dropped. I think that she the church is back up and running. That was a great storyline with her culty church. I think that she knew that she was gonna get she was the next to go to go down. But so she had to leave. Yeah, because her church is a cult. Her church is a cult. All religion is a cult, and we'll end it there. Um, let's <laughs> let's move on to the Real Housewives of Potomac. Where's Eric? I need Eric. I don't need the camera. I need to talk to Eric. Is Candace okay? If it's going to be about maligning my f-ing husband, you don't want me here. Michael Darby is available for that. The ass-grabbing motherfucker that likes to actually make people feel uncomfortable. He's available for that. Not my... All right, let's get into the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Let's get into the last, like, two episodes. I feel like... I don't even remember if we fucking covered the premiere. We've had so much going on in the world of Bravo. You guys did. Yeah. Maddie knows. Maddie tells us. She's like, you guys I'm like, need to- no, you didn't. <laughs> Maddie's like our marketing person. So you guys need to put out an episode by next Wednesday because then it's going to be sealed and nobody's going to want to hear your old opinions. And I'm like, no, you're right, girl. You better tell us off. Um, we didn't cover. Yeah, we haven't covered like anything of Potomac. How are you guys feeling about this season? We're three episodes deep. Um, the mess is messing. There's multiple storylines going on. The main storyline seems to be a fraud, the Chris Bassett of it all. I have so many feelings on this storyline, but how are we feeling about like the cast in general and like where we are? 10 out of 10, no notes. I love these women. Just seeing them on my screen. Like I, when I watched the premiere, I was just happy. And at the first episode where they went to Karen's, you know, whatever, all white, gay, (laughs) yeah her long ass party name when they went to it and you just see all the ogs that are there like even katie ross was there sharice was there like who recently entered rehab let's pray for katie i mean if you watched a second of that episode you saw why that's probably what woke her up that i hope so yeah i mean listen i've been a rehab (laughs) we get it girlies we we're praying for katie because honestly katie is just such good tv that moment though where candace was like i have not seen this bit since she left the cayman islands and what the fuck is going on it it reminded me of Melissa edwards with the what the fuck is going on on this here on this day what the fuck is going on in here on this day (laughs) uh, even that flashback they showed was like amazing uh, It's just something about, like, you know, they're all friends. Like, they all hang out when they're not filming, even if they're not all hanging out as a group. Like, I mean, obviously, Giselle and Robin are always hanging out. But um, Candace and Ashley, obviously, have gotten close over. Yeah, they were, like, in L.A. a lot, like, between filming. Let's get into, like, now that you mentioned Giselle and Robin, it feels like we are seeing, like, the dissolution of the Green-Eyed Bandits. I don't know if I feel, uh, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of opinions on the cast. First of all, I did not like Robin at all last season and I was calling for Hated her. This season is like season, episode three, but like she's giving and she's like standing on her own and just has her own opinions, which I'm, which I love saying. I'm agreeing with everything she's saying. She may not have a storyline with Juan and that's okay. But, but her storyline is not having a storyline with Juan. Exactly. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like when she brought up that prenup, that man didn't even know they were getting married. He was like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. He's like, when's the wedding? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what do you mean, bitch? There's no wedding happening. What are you talking about? But like, Her house is very nice. I will say yeah, that. Huge Beautiful upgrade. House. Yeah. Huge uh, Giselle will always be Giselle. I always think she's annoying and the storylines are so fake and she's grasping for something. 
but she's good TV and she's like moving the storyline. She's a disgusting, vile piece of trash human, but great for television. I absolutely hate Giselle Bryant. She is like one of my okay. most hated housewives. Okay, but if you saw her at BravoCon, you probably would have been like, selfie, Giselle, Giselle. I was, um, my better half of this podcast was the one running around BravoCon for selfies. You guys know how I feel. <laughs> That's true. I wanted my, I wanted my few photos, but I wanted them to be with authentic moments. Like everyone that I got a photo with, I actually got to Kiki with for a second, which is what I wanted. Um, and I wanted to obviously push my brand and my own, my own styling brand and this brand that you're listening to now, which was my goal. But Zach is so cute. He was like so good at getting all the selfies and like running up. And it was very fun because it was fun for the fans of the podcast to watch or the listeners. I hate calling it fans. Our listeners. Fans. Yay. <laughs> yay. Um, no, but I, if I saw Dazelle BravoCon, I just would go up to her i do not like her as i think she's a nasty human but i think she's great for this show and i feel like this whole storyline is just so gross like i don't not think that chris bassett made you feel uncomfortable i don't think that your glam left the room and your glam told you that they felt bad that cal that gay that you've had around for five fucking seasons that no one knows his name like i don't think that you i don't think any of that happened no, I cannot tell you that like my soul left my body when Candace broke the fourth wall and looked directly at my soul. And I was like, oh, it was sad. So what was that man's name? Eddie? Eric. 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 I need Eric. I need Eric. I need Eric. Find me Eric. Find me Eric. It's the new, uh, was it, what's the name of the guy from the Beverly Hills one that was always fighting with Denise? <laughs> Or James from Potomac. James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> James, get out of my way, James. Uh, wait, what did Candace say about not cutting it? She's like, and don't cut any of that shit. I, yeah, I want that all in there. And don't cut out none of my fourth wall. None of it. I want it all in there. Keep don't all cut- my, she said the fourth, she's like, keep all my fourth wall break in. Like, yeah, I don't want any of that shit cut. I was like, ooh, guys, I said it last podcast. I am becoming a Candace Dan. Maddie, you have famously been a Candace Dan through and through. Finally, it feels good to get people on the side. Like I have been fighting for my life being a Candace. Yeah. Fan. I, I just, don't revoke any of my previous statements about Candace, but I'm now becoming a Stan. I just have always thought she's funny and sassy. Like she just had funny moments, and I like a pretty housewife. And she's, she's gorgeous she's in so person. Funny. That little what's your name? Bob. So they're calling you Bob. Maddie, her Bob. The Bob <laughs> it was not tight. It was not tight. There was some <laughs> movement under. It. Completely folded um, under with her spaghetti straps. Um, no, I mean like I feel I feel bad for them because like we were talking about this earlier. Chris genuinely feels like one of the only husbands across the entire franchise who is friends with the women in and out. I'm sure that they Potomac is a small town, Maryland small town, Baltimore. He's working at this restaurant. He DM'd Ashley like, "Oh, you should have came to the W." From my point of view, was he was probably working at the restaurant. They had just filmed that day. It was about 2.30 in the morning. It was winding down. He probably touched his phone for the first time. I'm sure he doesn't follow a lot of people. Was clicking on stories. Saw that Ashley went to another location. Tagged that location and posted it on her story after filming. And he said, should have came to the W. Like, he obviously wants to promote his business. Even Ashley's face when she was, like, shocked. Like, oh, he's a GM at this place at the W now. I didn't know that. I agree. I think it would have been great promotion for him to have a hot swipe there. And that's why he's I'm sure he wants all the women there. I don't think he's the type of guy to like creep in their DMs. Like he knows that the woman laying next to him is batshit fucking crazy. Yeah, he'll get up in the middle of the night and attack Ashley Darby. Are you kidding me? She tried to stab her with a butter knife one season. 
But like what I don't like or what I can see happening is like behind the cameras, I wonder if Giselle was going around to like Mia and, and Ashley and was like, hey, let's make Chris the bad storyline, whatever. Oh, absolutely. Like little things kept popping up here and there. And I'm like, what are the, what's the, I think that Giselle heard the thing about, I think Ashley told Giselle about the DM, screenshotted yeah. it, sent it to her. And she said, woo, I got a story, baby. Let's go. And yeah. it there just feels overproduced and it feels fake. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. Wait, what did you say, Elvis? So there goes our fucking storyline. <laughs> and there goes our fucking storyline. I just, he doesn't seem like a bad guy to me. Like, I think Candace said it perfectly. Like, when she said he would, like, throw his coat over a puddle for them to step over in their heels. Like, he really just seems like he's friends with them. And the whole reunion moment, like, I feel like they even showed that clip where he was like, I want to talk this out. I don't feel good about what you just said. And I feel like he just wanted to talk it out with her in her room and not be fucking shady. And it just, it does a disservice to women who actually feel uncomfortable in those kind of one-on-one situations with a man. Like, yeah. It's gross. Even it Candace is saying it diminishes how other like women actually feel like Giselle. exactly. And then it sucks because like, if you're the wife of this person and you try to defend him, then you look like you're defending someone who could have possibly been an abuser. And mm-hmm. she's like, I know that's so far from the truth. And I know that like, you're causing this storyline. But when she looked in the camera and broke the fourth wall and said, this is what we're doing. Cause yeah. she had already had the dinner with Ashley and Ashley yeah. already told her about the dm so in her mind it's the housewife storyline she doesn't know who else is filmed whose confessional has said this i think in that moment it was hitting her that this is now the storyline of the season i'm happy that bravo's like backing it up because every scene like when mia was like he kept looking at me and they could do (laughs) chris still not looking (laughs) (laughs) that absolutely sent me to the moon chris not looking at mia chris still not looking at mia and then mia on twitter yeah, like she's like I don't remember whatever. Like I lied about her or some some shit that she said. She was like I I felt so skinny and pale from my sickness. I just felt like people were staring at me, and I'm like, girl, uh, of course you're gonna backpedal. That's uh, what she does. She, she backpedals. She says. I have a sweet spot for Mia, but like speaking about the sickness of it all, the hot mic moment from this episode. Oh yeah. Before this, do we know what Wendy and Robin were fighting about? Because do they I, know what they were fighting about? All of a sudden, they're both standing up, or no, just Robin standing up. But I'm like, what? What's happening? Why are we fighting? Like, it wouldn't. I think they were fighting happen. about the fact that Wendy categorized Giselle and Robin together when she was like, "Oh, was it was it one of them or was it both of them?" Also, Robin looked a fool. Wendy ate her right up. Wendy said, "Now sit down, sit down," and she said, "I am gonna sit down because Wendy told me to sit down." Well, you still sat down. I just and then she's like, "I'm gonna have a family fun day," and like looks at everyone. She's like, "Your kids on spring break, your kids on spring break," <laughs> and like Wendy's just like sitting there, and she's like, "Um." She said, "Oh, I mean, that was just mean, though." Like Wendy had said too, like yeah. it's mean. It's like if you're gonna invite everyone's kids, and then my kids are possibly gonna like know this or not see this, yeah. but like they could, you know, they could see this in the future and see that everyone's kids were invited to a family fun day. Which the next episode, it looks like they're doing like fucking you know like little school shit that you do that's fun and um wendy's kids can actually like do that stuff like ashley's kids aren't old enough to like participate in like a potato sack race (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i was trying to say potato sack race yeah her kids aren't fucking doing that like she's married to a potato but they're not potato sack (laughs) racing please i mean it was just mean but also we talked about this wendy looked fucking gorgeous in that scene her hair her skin like she's been looking better than ever but she also very much feels a friend of this season Mm-hmm. especially in the first three episodes i think her big thing will be bringing peter thomas into it because i weren't there like rumors of him and giselle kind of dating too yes but yeah. giselle said that they like i think talked and then she said he might be dating another housewife which i don't know if that was like shade to wendy cheating or something you know like those kind of allegations but i mean she's just um, messy boots and wendy do not get into business with that man 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. 300k for no, I was I like Sharice trying to be the voice of reason, like Peter Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> I just I feel like I mean I'm a Wendy apologist. I I really like her and I liked her last season too. Even when everyone doesn't, then I just I guess I like Housewives that people don't like. I lo- I've always loved Wendy. I never thought she was like I think she's like annoying at times, but I think that that works for her being a housewife. Yeah. Like not everyone has to be likable. I I truly have always loved Wendy, and I think that she's a great addition to this show. Like she elevates the cast to a point. I think. Yeah. Just like but with I her th- background. I thought it was so funny. Like, hey Zen Wen, like totally. <laughs> like producer made her feel so comfortable. Not like hey Wendy. It was like hey Zen Wen. Like they were. Just- they know what they're doing. The producer. They know. Oh my! I feel like oh, that's like my dream calling. Like I'm such a master manipulator and a Gemini that I feel like I would just be so good at that. Like I just con women into buying really expensive clothes. <laughs> like, and now like that looks have- so good on you. You have to buy it. Um, the hey said when and then what did she say? She said everyone knows she's lying. I mean she's lying. Yeah, Charles. she goes. So what's like, going on with Mia? Yeah. And she said I feel like I'm the only one that's no. friends with that's trying to be her friend right now. But we all know she's lying. Everybody <laughs> knows she's lying. <laughs> hey baby. So how are you with Mia? Um, I'm okay. I probably, outside of me and Karen, I'm probably the only one that's trying to give her a chance. But she's lying, so who cares? We all know she's lying. You called her a liar. I never have called her a liar. Stand in your truth. Are we done? Can we get the mic, my love, Arlen? Hey, baby. She said, yeah, she said, when she caught herself, she said, oop. And then she tried to be so nice. She was like, um, Eric, can you take my mic off? Baby, let's get the mic off. She's like, oop, my mic's still on. Yeah, like, immediately. Call. I love, like, are we ever going to get to the point in Housewives where the fourth wall is just completely broken? I don't, I don't think so. I think that's the reason why Ultimate Girls Trip is so successful because it is just an entire fourth wall break. Which I love, yeah. But I also I'm, love the moments where they break the fourth wall in the regular episode. Like, I feel like it makes us, yeah. like, fucking wet. We're like, oh, we're feral. I'm, I'm like, I'm yes. The producers, when they've watched this season back of Potomac, I think they knew. And now I have no idea what is to come this season. But I thought, like, they probably knew this Candace thing. Obviously, she looks straight at the camera and says, don't take any of this shit out. And then the Zen Wen stuff. <laughs> and I, they're like, this makes for a great season. Because that totally adds another... Like it adds another layer, especially when he yeah. looked at her and he was like, I don't control what these women say any more than I control what, what you say, which is such a fucking gaslighting thing to say. Like, <laughs> you do control what they say. You know what you know, the narrative and you push the narrative like Housewives isn't fake, but the narrative is pushed on them. They see yeah. a moment and they run with that moment in that storyline. And sometimes a uh, housewife season flops because it takes forever to find that narrative. And it's never found sometimes like with Erica's fucking pussy panties. Like that was crazy. That was so stupid. <laughs> like we never found a narrative with that. And it was, it flopped. There's like, yeah. I wonder if they've anticipated that this storyline with Chris Bassett was going to go a lot longer, like maybe the whole season and Candace like shut it down and maybe that's why they like left in the fourth wall break in there and they're like whatever let's move I mean on. I just stand the moment of uh, no neck n- no ankles <laughs> like she really said I'm not giving it to you I'm not giving you the moment that you want and I think that that was more powerful than if she would have gotten her yeah. face and there would have been a whole moment it was yeah. just so much more camp and I love the delivery of it that I was like this is so much more meaningful and like this is why Stan Candace now like she's learning she's yeah what did she say in that panel this is what I call growth Growth. <laughs> Guys. Yeah, like, not today, Nick. Not today. Angle. 
<laughs> not today, neck, not today, ankles. I just really want Giselle Bryant. I tweeted this. I want her to focus more on that hairline than she does on other people's marriages. It's so bad. One of my Twitter mutuals, I I think he tweeted for someone tweeted about like Giselle's hairline. And I was like, oh my God, it's so bad. And he was like, the middle part isn't even on the middle part. And I was looking, and it was during her conversation. I forget who she was talking to at the time, but it was literally, it looked like she just put the wig on her. Even like, Ashley said, Ashley's like, is it in place? Is it tacked? Yeah. <laughs> the, okay. We all know like there, like hair has come so far in 2022. Like yeah. there is the yucky bundles. We got the, we got, we got the bundles, baby. You, all you have to do is pluck that hairline. That hairline has not been plucked or touched or blended into her skin. It literally, you can see the sharp, like just wig line. It doesn't even look like she's got like a wig cap on. <laughs> no, I don't even think she has a fucking wig cap on. She looks ridiculous. She looks a goddamn fool. Like, how do you go on camera in front of that big boom mic and that fucking red light every day and you look like that and you want to talk about other people's relationships? Take no to learn if she still hasn't learned anything. Because it's her privilege, privilege, whatever they said that one season. Like, she's just been so pretty that, that she's she never hasn't grown with the times. Time. Yeah, and for someone who's so close with Portia Williams, who to me is the queen of wigs and go naked hair, I don't think we have a better hair on this franchise than Portia. It's just it always looks natural. It's always good. Like she just lays. Or Phaedra does really well too. Phaedra sometimes on Girls Trip there was like one or two where I was like, "Mm, that's that's a little shake and go, baby, little one. It was the Bob. The Bob was a little yeah, the Bob. (laughs) The blonde Bob was a little shake and go. But like we can see Portia and Girls Trip. That's good. I can't wait to see Portia Giselle and Candace on Girls Trip. Yeah, that'll be good. And allegedly they stole something. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what they were saying at the BravoCon panel. I love. Side note: I love that Peacock put on like four BravoCon. First of all, they have the Watch What Happens Live episodes, but then they added those four BravoCon panels. Which ones did they add? Because I haven't. I didn't get to make they all the did. panels. Um, Southern Charm, Below Deck, Ultimate Girls Trip, and then Miami. Okay, yeah, Miami I made, so I won't watch that. One, but I do want to watch Ultimate Girls Trip because that was like my biggest like my biggest fail of BravoCon was not making Ultimate Girl Ship because it was so close to Miami. So we ran after and mm-hmm. we, we just did not have the time. The line was so long. Yeah, Ultimate Girl Ship was good because they brought on the season three. It was all the season two cast and they brought on the season three cast to kind of just add in a little bit of a mix. And they were kind of like going back and forth, like what season's going to be better. Like the Miami girls are kind of going at like season two. They're like, oh, this is going to be way better than your show. It was like, I feel was- like season three might eat. Like, I feel like it might. Cause like the dynamic of season two was just so fucking iconic, but it did get tiring towards the end with the location. I think we all wanted to get the fuck out of Dorinda's house. Like even Vicky, when she was like, well, Thursday, I, like, I thought we were leaving Thursday, not Saturday. Um, yeah. I think like with it being in Thailand, it's going to be so much more dynamic. And you really do have these strong personalities with like, you have Candace, you have, I mean, like, like, I thought Leah, like I said, was the star of the trailer to me. She had a lot more moments than I anticipated. Um, you have the Whitney and Heather of it all, where there has been no resolution there. I, I was going to say, the only st- strong duo going into that Miami, I mean, going into that is the Miami women. Because- and it seems like they even fall out during yeah. it. Yeah. I will My say. favorite I'll- moment in Spanish. I'll be <laughs> to say that when the, this cast was announced, I was not liking it at all. And I think you guys may remember it because I was like, this is a stupid cast. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I, was I think like, we all were perplexed yeah. until the addition of Portia. Right. Tin- yeah. Right. And that when was- Tinsley dropped last minute, and that was such honestly, a- I think it would have been great if we had Tinsley and Portia on. Because like, I just think t- seeing Tinsley with any, that. yeah, with any other housewife would be. I think they have. Do they have seven? They have two from each franchise, so maybe. All right. Okay. Well, Portia's alone, so maybe seven. 
Oh yeah, seven. I don't. I can't count. They have a lot. I'm they a lot. Um, when does that get dropped? 2022, 2022, 23. Yeah. There's like no, there's no date for it. And I'm really upset about it. One in season two so quick and so fast. And then season three is taking like forever. Uh, yeah. They really shot those out super fast. I think that they're maybe just waiting because the content is so heavy right now. Yeah. Like we have so much shit on right now that they're waiting for it to be a little bit of a lull to get like more stuff out there. I want to jump back to Potomac quickly before we end. Um, oh, yeah. There's a few things I, I still Yeah, miss. Ashley still living in the condo, right? From Watch and, What Happens Live? Yeah, which oh, is yeah. weird because she went to that house and basically I thought it was a done deal the way they're making it seem. I mean, and I think to, to her surprise, they had the down payment and everything figured out and she did not know any of the sort. And Michael is such a fucking liar. <laughs> Camille. <laughs> You're such a fucking liar, Camille. <laughs> Um, I really do think that she needs, I think that was almost a wake up moment where she's like, well, we still have to be married because it looks better, like on paper, like for us to apply and whoever that realtor slash Michael's assistant was like, no, like we've already got it all covered. Like yeah, she was shocked. Like, that should be like a click to be like, this man is lying to you. This man is not your friend. No, she needs to go to deep life therapy. Like, there is some past childhood stuff there with her dad abandoning her. Like, there's a reason that she is so attached to that man. And it was honestly heartbreaking. Like, I I almost teared up in that scene in the kitchen when she was crying with... Who was that man? Her friend? Brother. Man was. I don't know who that man was either. Um, But (laughs) I feel like she was so upset about it. And it really was like... I felt for her. I was like, my God. Like, you don't even know if you're making the right decision with this piece of shit creature of a man who literally looks like fucking Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Like, I don't understand it. I I just... Yeah. I really thought that she, you know, is smart enough to know what she's doing. Because I thought that she was using him, obviously, to buy the house. And then they were divorced. And and blah, blah. And I was like, okay, she knows what she's doing. So, like, she's put up... With her him. divorcing at the five-year mark. Right. She, like, she has, like, on paper, like, she's going to get this and this. She has two kids with him. So she's, like, set. But I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more going on there. I do. And I think that the only one person that's going to fix it is a therapist. Let's bring in Bethany's therapist from Bethany Ever After. <laughs> if anyone can fix it, it's that man. Uh-huh. I also want to talk about Giselle coming into that dinner scene. That was a little... Uh, that was a jump scare for me. I didn't know that she... Or Robin, I mean, coming into that um, Candace <laughs> and Chrissy. Was it a jump scare because of her color-blocking weird dress that she was wearing? It was a jump scare, and I think I know the exact dress that she was wearing. And it did, it did not sell at my store. I'll tell you very much, it is on the sale rack. Uh, before she shows up to this dinner, she has the dinner with Mia. Where yeah, was Mia, she wearing the same thing? No, she was wearing a bedazzled sweatshirt that looks like she blew herself. <laughs> I was like, well, we were watching. She dresses so, but she dresses just as bad, but she tries more. Yeah, we were watching the episode, and I'm like, what type of dinner are they at? Because Mia has like on. Almost like a jacket, like a coat, and it's like Mia loves an over-the-shoulder moment. She loves yeah, it on the shoulder. Wearing a coat and a sweater, okay. and the restaurant has a white tablecloth. So There's a, there was a white tablecloth. <laughs> and Robin is wearing a hooded black sweatshirt that looks like she put all the gems on herself. Like I think I saw the glue around some of the gems. She very, she very much stoned those tights. She did absolutely. <laughs> did you stone those tights. Did you stone that sweater, Robin? It was giving very much Marshalls. Marshalls. I'm a Marshalls girl. No shade to Marshalls. I'm a Maxinista. That was the moment that Elvis was referencing where Mia was just lying about Chris looking at her. And then so when Robin came to this meeting with Candace and um, Brown Dick, she kind of had... (laughs) 
she had more ammo to bring with her too, which I'm like, wow, this is crazy. She's she's low key being a little bone collector, but like I feel like she's doing it for good. Because, yeah. like, she obviously doesn't believe the rumors, and I think she's on the same team that we are, that Chris Bassett is a good guy, and she's like, this just feels shitty. And, like, it does feel shitty because Candace is going through IVF at the moment, so it's like, yeah. she's going, she's obviously trying to get pregnant with this man. She has a timeline, and Giselle knows this. And it, I felt bad when in the confessional when Candace was like, I let Giselle motherfucking Bryant too close. And I was, I was fooled. Like, I thought that she was my friend. And, and like, if that's not a wake-up call to you, Giselle, like, do you actually have friends? No. Other than that gay makeup artist, hair, whatever fucking shoe he fills, um, that guy, like, because right now you're throwing Robin under the bus with the house thing with Juan, Juan, um, and that just felt icky too. Like Robin kind of let her off easy with the like, why did you say that? And then was like, well, whatever, I guess. It's interesting because Karen and Giselle's conversation when Karen's like, how do you feel about Robin like saying that to, um, or, like spreading that information. And Giselle's like, oh, now that you're mentioning mentioning it, like, I don't feel good about that. So you can kind of start seeing the ripples between their friendship. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm 100% in on Robin this season. I think... I think Same. Really I'm liking her. It's like, hey, this is what's going on. I have your guys' back. And it, it, it does feel like a little charade, like bone collector. But I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, she's doing it for good. And it feels like to me that that friendship is obviously... I think it's going to stay fine. But Robin needs to find her voice in order for her to, like actually move forward as a housewife never count a housewife out because when you count them out like they could have a season like robin's having we're three episodes in but she's doing something yeah also i just have to mention the fact that karen's storyline this season is gonna be i'm so good looking <laughs> and you know what that's all ray how do you feel that i am so pretty like, <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, just ray. Like, he, that man cannot even speak anymore he oh. can't he, he, he's on the brink. And what yeah. do you think she meant by eye candy? She said, we've had this deal that I can have some eye candy. And he was like, yeah. What does that like, mean? That's what I'm like. Can she just look at cute guys? Uh, that sounds more like she can have them around. That means yeah, like go on dates. Yeah, or maybe she goes to, when she goes to other cities, there's someone there that can take her to dinner or do this, that, and the third. Yeah, you know, you know, he's not getting hard anymore. So like, she needs to no, no amount of no amount of Cialis is making that dick hard, baby. Believe me, <laughs> believe me, you. I don't know. I mean, like, because Karen obviously, Karen's not dumb. Karen's been in this game for a long time. She knows once again how the storylines work. I think she knows the second that she saw Sharice come onto the scene that she knows that the storyline from back when with her having a little boy on the side is coming to play. That's why she hasn't been in any scene that Sharice is in. Like she no, her fake coughing next episode. <laughs> yeah, she can go to the pole dancing class and then she's leaving the field day. Which why is Karen invited to the field day when Wendy isn't? Karen's daughter oh. is in college or out of college or I, it's. <laughs> she's like I can't with how old is Sharice's daughter she's like 34 <laughs> just justice for Wendy like let Wendy's kids come oh, to the Pudasac race please yeah those poor kids those kids are cute too and they're very like well behaved children I they're he's family I love Eddie like I yeah I love Eddie it just feels like with Potomac, it's like whose man is going to take a hit at being like a cheater. Like last season, it was Eddie, which I don't think anyone believed. Like, whatever. He was liking big booties on Instagram. Who hasn't? <laughs> Welcome to my Explorer page. It's all jock straps and MZ Charlie fucking underwear. Like, wait, something I do want to say, and it's a, a shift, but it, I got really emotional watching Kansas say, like, this is what I'm doing, like this IVF treatment. And she's like, I'm failing at it. And it makes me so, like, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Like, well, that you can't control that and it just, it's 
it's hard it's sad like especially for i mean like for women like having a like biological clock and stuff and like going through ivf like i'm sure maddie can speak more to this you know being a woman that's in her like late 20s or whatever okay Um, now you're you're (laughs) let me go freeze my eggs real quick you know being an elderly woman like maddie Uh is like i'm kidding she's she's like a beautiful she's in her 20s um (laughs) no i've watched people like go through ivf too and it's like it's hard it's like a really intense journey to have to do it with like yourself yeah. And it takes you like the hormones and that in general, like just being on your own, yet alone filming a TV show with crazy right. women. Right. Yeah, with having your husband be like a possible abuser storyline or making like women that he's known for years be uncomfortable. Like that's yeah. fucked up, especially if she feels like that's the reason why her IVF journey is failing. It's like, yeah. but I mean, what's crazy is the fact that we got this season and her and Giselle went right to Thailand after. Like, oh, right. yeah, so there was really no break in between. I forgot about that. I was wondering about that timeline. Because um, with Salt Lake City, it was after they wrapped too, correct? Yeah, it was right after Salt Lake wrapped. And they filmed pickup shots. They filmed like Jen um, right before That's she pled guilty. Thought, yeah. Like literally a week before they were in New York filming Jen's guilty scene. And then they flew to... Back to Salt Lake City really quick. Do we think Jen's going to be at the reunion? When is her trial? November? Yeah. I just think is Robo going to let her be at the reunion? Oh well, Andy did mention like big TV screen like Diana. But from it's Europe. gonna be it's gonna be a sit down. She's gonna be uh from Rikers Island. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say like that um Kim sit down that Andy did the one season where it was like or Luann <laughs> when he went to Luann's house in the Hamptons that one season. Yeah, like, <laughs> when you said it when he called her an alcoholic. <laughs> basically, he's like Kim, you're a drunk, and now it's come to light. Any feelings on that? <laughs> And at 10, watch what happens live. (laughs) He's a messy, messy bottom, that man. I I would hope if she's not in jail. Yeah. At the reunion, because who knows what else unravels this season. You have to think she's in some drama that's not just her jail. I mean, yeah, the new lady telling her to put money on her books. Like, there has to be something there. And I feel like from the trailer, we got some Jen freakouts for sure. Yeah. I feel like there's such a divide in the cast. Like, she's so team Heather and Meredith. There has to be rifts between her, Lisa, and Whitney. Yeah. Because right now, she's good with everybody. Like, who would have thought that Jen Shaw was the one? They helped her fucking pack to go to court, for God's sakes. That I loved that scene, low-key. Like, I they loved it, too. It felt really cute. To her room and helped her pack. Like, I'm like, that's so sweet. Like, they care for I wonder, her. I wonder if they just, like, know deep down that she is guilty and going to go away for so long. So they're like... I mean, it felt like they all had questions that were just right in Salt Lake again, which I love. But um, it felt like they all had questions that... I forget that Meredith is a lawyer. Like, oh, yeah. whenever... She, yeah, when she was answering those questions, I'm like, oh, I forget, like, she's not just this monotone Xanax-style Barbie. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It's it's gonna be weird. I hope that I she. Not, I would love. I to mean, I love that moment when they were like with like Stu pleading guilty. Like, is Jen the top of the you know food chain? And yeah. Mer- Meredith's like, I don't know, but it's not good for her. Yeah, what did they say? Most of the time, that they'll plead guilty in order to give up the bigger fish, and they're like, "Is Jen the big fish?" <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think Jen Shaw's the big fish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm ready to see more of that story anyways. Um, any other thoughts on Potomac before we wrap? The only other thought is I just love all these women. Like, I even love Giselle. I stand. Um, oh, I do have another thought. The best friend of it all. <laughs> What's her name? Jacqueline? Oh, Jacqueline. Oh, Mia's friend. Yeah, how they kept using best friends in quotations. 
yeah. under her thing because obviously that blows up because she posted a story or um, a video of her beating up her husband. Yeah. So Mia posted a story of Jacqueline beating up her husband and was like, "Does Bravo like stand against abuse?" And it's like, "You yeah. tried. You, you thought you ate there." You and like they were friends for years. I mean, since high school. That's yeah. right. See, that's you can't bring friends like that on TV. Yeah. Mia is the type of person to throw her friends under the bus to get more clout. Yeah, that's disgusting. Like, I mean, I would literally help my friends from high school hide a body. Like, I'm still that close to them. Like, I, you know, there's some Zach. Friend. You know, you know my yeah. best friend Amy from high school. Like, or I mean, Elvis, you know her. I would help that. I'd help that bitch hide a fucking body. <laughs> Zach's yeah. actually gonna—he's gonna pop out on a fourth screen like Zach's on mute. Yeah, he's <laughs> boxes away at Abercrombie on mute. <laughs> he's in a box at Abercrombie and Fitch right now, guys. That's why he couldn't come. He actually got shipped to an Abercrombie. <laughs> we we, can't, we couldn't get him out. Um, I mean, I'm loving these women. I think that with the, I want to see more Charisse in a full cast scene. I want to see a full full cast scene that's like a sit down, not just a big party, to where they can all be in different corners. Too. Yeah, I want to see a uh, dinner with everybody, including Sharice, yeah. including the best friend in quotations. Mm-hmm. I want it all being messy. I did love that moment with Wendy being like, I'm not trying to be rude, but who is this? That was so good. That was so good. <laughs> Immediate shade. All right. I think that wraps up Potomac, guys. Um, that's our recap. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope I filled Zach's shoes in. You know, we like to say we're the view here. Zach is the whoopee. I am the joy. Elvis is the Megan McCain. Um, Maddie is our sunny. <laughs> um, and that is our round table. We love it. I love having you guys. Thank you for coming. Shout out your socials really quick so people can follow you. Um, I'm at Elvis Sacco, E-L-V-I-S-S-A-K-O on Instagram and Twitter. He loves Taylor Swift and he posts their straps. So follow him. Maddie. <laughs> and I'm Maddie Ho7, M-A-D-D-Y-H-O-7 on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, whatever. <laughs> you better plug queen. She loves Peloton and she also posts their straps of herself at Music Festival. Great bodies on both of these queens. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. Rate, comment, review, follow our Patreon. It is linked onto this episode. Yeah, the Patreon are... is so good. You guys it's, have to be Thank you. you. They both listen. The Patreon's good, right? It's yeah. amazing. I love it. We're going to have Maddie on soon for a Survivor recap. We're doing one, I think, this week or next week to where we can just do like post-merge vibes. Yeah. If you guys are a fan of Survivor, we are recapping the season there. We are also going to do some more Kardashians on there. It's just fun. And also DM us and let us know what you want to hear on the Patreon because like that's for you. You're fucking paying for it. These two guys are our friends and they pay for it. So it's like <laughs> $2.99 a month. It's a cup of coffee. It's All right. Thank-, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.